Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Just a general update on the market today, talking about the European matches and talking about the players actually in particular, just going over the top PB scoring players. So I hope it's a good episode. Thanks for listening as always. Enjoy it. Hello and welcome to episode 296 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Another European match day. And some really big PB scores have been hit tonight. So Yusuf Yazici has hit a monstrous PB score of 366. And that has sent his price rising up 21% to £1.25. He did score a hat-trick tonight. So any midfielder who scores a hat-trick is almost certainly going to earn matchday dividends. And that's exactly what Yazici has done tonight. I think this kind of just reinforces the dividend yields on offer. He's not even that expensive. I mean, by the matching engine, you probably would have been able to pick him up around 70, 80p uh, very recently. Like a 23-year-old attacking midfielder and on like that 80p price, returning 28p tonight. It's just a ridiculous yield, really. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Great example, really, for the returns on offer. May take a while for some players, but, yeah, it, it happens eventually. Um with a bit of patience and anyone holding Yuziki would have been very pleased to see see this PB score tonight, of course. Uh, some good goals as well. I mean, he's hit one from really long range, taking a nice touch and then just buried one into the top right corner from probably around 25 to 30 yards out on his left foot. Really great finish, that one. Uh, keeper went walkabouts for one of the goals, so he just kind of finished off quite coolly. And then a good headed finish as well. Um, some other players worth mentioning had probably have to talk about Takafusa Kubo. I mean, he's hit a 276 tonight, so he's been a little bit unfortunate to miss out because that is a pretty good PB score, even with the 1.25 multiplier applied. Same goes for Yuziki. Um, really good PB score, even without that multiplier. Uh, but yeah, Kubo, I mean, he's got, I think, two assists and a goal tonight for Villarreal. They were playing a team whose name I can't even pronounce. Not a great team. Uh, but yeah, really strong performance from Kubo. And... Thing is with him, I mean, I've not watched him that much, maybe twice, uh, two or three times, and he's only 19, but I do think he just really has that build of a player that could potentially suit the PB matrix in the future. His sort of ability to control the ball and ask for the ball very often, um, and not only that, but then once he's on the ball, to be able to create chances very frequently just shows that those underlying player characteristics which you want in a player. So. You give him a few seasons and I do think he'll be hitting pretty good PB scores, especially if he manages to find his way into that Real Madrid side. That, of course, is going to be quite a difficult task, especially when he's competing with other quality young talents like Martin Odegaard. But if he can find his way into that Real Madrid side, I mean, this kid's going to be worth a lot more than his current £2.30 price that he's at at the moment. So massive potential for him. In many ways, I wonder why his price isn't higher. Um, Maybe it's just a lack of game time, I suppose, at Villarreal. He's not been playing that regularly. The other thing worth pointing out, and you know, I always want to say this when I'm sort of hyping up a player like I'm doing about Kubo now, and I don't even hold Kubo. Um, I actually put some bids in tonight, some low ball bids. So hopefully they'll get matched at some point over the next month, really. Um, I don't really mind when they get matched. Maybe maybe my bids are too low and they won't get matched. We'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the point is about Kubo. That I was just going to say the sort of counterpoint to me hyping him up tonight is that they are playing against a pretty weak side. It is one game and 
you know, you probably want a bit more consistency from him. And then the other question is, well, why isn't he actually getting into that Villarreal side on a regular basis? They do have some cracking midfielders like Daniel Parejo, but even so, if he's good enough, um, he, he should be getting into that side more regularly. Maybe he will in the future, especially after tonight's performance. It certainly won't have done any harm to his chances. Some other players then, James Madison hitting a 260. Really good PB score from him, up to £3.25. Spreads tightened a little bit. I think Madison's a decent hold. Um, I guess the thing is with him is he's sort of competing for that attacking midfielder role in the England side uh, with Jack Grealish. I think Grealish playing over the last few weeks and months sort of makes Madison's chances of earning dividends lower in a way, just because I think the Euros and the World Cup over the next few seasons will lead to some of these players in, in the England side just winning a crazy amount in media dividends and obviously giving them the chance and the opportunity to potentially earn match day dividends as well. And I think, I don't know if we're going to play Madison and Grealish. I just feel like they're, they're not that similar, but they're both you know attacking midfielders. I think they were both up there for the most chances created in the Premier League last season. So I kind of think like with Grealish being in such good form, that's not the best for Madison, but... I think he only played 65 minutes tonight, James Madison. He did get the game-winning goal, so his PB score is slightly high due to that. Um, that's one of the reasons why it's really high. But yeah, he came off in the 65th minute for Senga's under, and he still hit a 260. So he's proven himself again how he can hit these high PB scores. Similar to Kubo, though. It's one game against a really weak European side that I don't even know the name of, to be honest. Zoya Luhansk. I couldn't even tell you where they're from. I honestly couldn't. Um Maybe that's my ignorance. Uh, let's have a look. So I think they're playing Ukraine, right? Well, I've never heard of them, but good PB score for Madison. I guess it's just hard to judge against some of these weaker sides, what that really means for his potential dividends in the future. Madison has hit high PB scores in the past, so I guess it'd probably be better to just look at those scores and maybe not consider these scores too much um, when we're looking at players' potential to earn dividends in the future, I guess. So moving on to some defenders and forwards now, and a beat Ellis Dundo has hit a massive score tonight of 260. And actually, I've had a look into him tonight and he does look like he could be possibly worth a purchase because he has an instant sale price of 20p, buy price 35p, 35p. He doesn't always play, but I don't know. He's, he's provided 125 passes tonight. That's how many passes he's completed. Clearly, Sociedad have passed it around at the back. They're probably not going to do that very often. Again, this is the thing. We, we don't want to get caught out, actually. And even then, like, I got a bit excited looking at him. But here's the thing. They're playing against Vijayka. Who even are Vijayka? So, this is the thing about PB scores. you got to have a look at what team players are hitting these scores against. Because 260 is a monstrous PB score, especially given that he's not got a goal or an assist tonight. But he's playing against a really weak Croatian side that are probably worse than most of the teams in La Liga and probably all of them. I don't know much about Vijayka, to be honest. Just having a look online, the population is 128,000. So it's a pretty small place. Um, but yeah, they're basically the point is, and I think this is the overriding point for this podcast, is just to always have a look into the context of PB scores. I bang on about this all the time, but I just know that it makes a massive difference to traders' profits on Football Index because you can very easily buy into players like hit. IPV scores, but when you look into the actual context, you realise, right, they got a game-winning goal, they kept a clean sheet, 
and it was against some random Croatian side that I can't even pronounce on the podcast. You know, it's just like random sides. And it's like, no wonder they managed to hit that high PB score. So, yeah, it's all about context. Uh, bang on about this all the time, but we'll move on anyway. Kalechi Iannaccio hitting a 2 5 4 tonight. Good PB score from him. Still fairly young. He must be, what, probably 23 now. Um, seems, seems like he's been around forever because he started off at City years ago. Right, he's 24 now. Um, he turned 24 earlier this month. But yeah, he has been around a while. So he seems to have improved the last couple of seasons. He did all right last season. Uh, five goals, three assists in 20 games last season. Yeah, he's probably not the best player in the world. But I guess I feel like against some of these weaker sides, he, he's always got a chance of doing well and he's got a goal tonight uh, I don't know if he's got an assist or something as well but it's a pretty good PB score that so fair play to Kelechi and Acho yeah he's got an assist and anyone who holds him uh, two assists and a goal in fact so yeah that's 6p in play dividends top forward as well that's 14p so it's a 20p payout altogether and again he's only 24 so he's not even in the peak of his career yet and he's gone up 18% today to 86p. But prior today, I reckon via the matching Genjin, you're looking at getting him around like 40, 50p or so. So that return on him with a 20p return, playing for Leicester as well, he's not going to play that often. Vardy's going to start ahead of him, but even so, it's a massive dividend yield, so you love to see it. Uh, we'll move on. Let's see if there's anyone else. I think that's it really for today. Uh, just the main PB scoring players. I just wanted to go over them. Let's see if there's any other rises that are noticeable. Well, Kubo's up 24p. Robertson's gone up even further, up 18p today. Jack Clark at Tottenham, he's gone up 22p. Saw him against Wednesday last season when he was on loan at QPR, and he didn't he didn't do anything at all, to be honest. He wasn't very impressive. I'm guessing he's managed to get a game tonight then against Lask, and assume I assume he's had a he's played well. Let's have a look. He's come on off the bench. Uh, again, as I say, I've not followed that one. I was watching the CSK Moscow game tonight to watch my man, Nikola Vlasic. I'm just going to have a look if Jack Clark's done anything tonight. Young English winger, though. That's the main thing about him. You know, massive, massively high price ceiling. Come on. You know, and who's got? He's got 6.1. So it doesn't look like anything's really stood out. It's probably just the fact that he has played. And to be honest, that is quite, quite good to see that we are having these speculative rises again. Been a long while since we've seen a player who doesn't really have that stronger chance of earning dividends in the future actually rise in price. That just kind of shows that there is a bit more momentum in the market. There's a bit more enthusiasm and a bit more speculation over the potential of future price rises. So in general, I think that's quite a good rise for the platform, if that makes sense. 